dead than all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old man Grognard here. Happy Sunday. Oh, boy. Hope you're all doing well. Yeah, so far the weekend's been kind of nice. I like it. Working on game stuff, etc., etc., etc. I hope all of you are getting all the gaming in you can. I'm not, but uh, hopefully that'll that'll work itself out. I don't know. You never know. Well, today I wanted to talk about resources. No, I know, don't no. I talked about Marvel a few episodes ago, but not those kind of resources. I mean, resources at hand to write up your adventures and research the stuff. So we'll talk about that after this. Okay, you know part of the GM's job is to research a subject and, you know, find some ideas for adventures. Let me explain about that. This year I made a resolution to take a year off from running fantasy. And so I've come to find, I just want to see if I could do it. And I thought it'd be a good to, you know, walk away from the fantasy thing for a while as far as GMing. And a couple of things. I've noticed a couple of things. One, I'm not GMing as much as I used to. And two, the research got a little harder. Now, what I mean by that is in the world of role-playing games, fantasy is king. Fantasy dominates any other genre of role-playing game. That's a good thing and a bad thing. Especially in the OSR. Now, you know, as a, a game master, you should look a you know you should look a field far afield from things for things that you should do like books and movies and you know things like that, which I do. Things that give you inspiration. But as far as like in game stuff that you can get, well, there is a lot of stuff out there, but it's mostly fantasy. You know, take a perusal through drive through RPG sometime because you can see three-quarters of things are fantasy. I'm not saying there isn't anything. I just found something the other day on drive through a PDF of the book of random tables for the 1920s and 30s with reference material, names, world leaders, radio shows, movies, slang. It even gives you rumor tables, which would be great for adventuring. But for every one of those, there's about 10 fantasy Fantasy supplements, guides, whatever you want to call it. So, you have to do your due diligence in other ways. That means I have to look a little further afield outside of role-playing games. And it just gets a little harder, but it's not impossible. I mean, look at movies. You know, you got to do you got to do basically the grunt work yourself. Look at movies, look at TV shows, look at books. Comics, whatever. Now, I think the second, the two second ones after fantasy would be sci-fi and supers, as far as the, as far as the material, the amount of material that's out there. So they have to look a little further afield too. But if you get something to something like what I'm doing, gangbusters, or say a westerns, or if you do like a war thing, you know, World War Two or something like that. You can find resources, but they're not going to be as plentiful as fantasy. 
So that means you have to do your homework. You have to do more homework. You got to read stuff. You got to look at things. You got to look at movies, TV, books, and stuff with an eye towards an adventure. I'm not saying you have to rip them off. I mean, you could do that, but I mean, where's the fun in that? And, you know, I, I look at stuff all the time. I look at pulp stuff. I watch pulp movies. I watch, you know, movie uh, gangster movies for gangbusters. I also have the complete run of the original Untouchables with Robert Stack as Elliot Ness, and I watch those. Those are good fodder. Something like the, sh- the movie The Shadow or any of the Shadow re- radio shows. Uh, what was the other one I was thinking of? Oh, you know, Boardwalk Empire. The Brian De Palma Untouchables. All that stuff is good fodder for what I'm doing. Because, you know, there may not be a lot of, for these genres, there may not be a lot of role-playing game stuff, but there is a lot of stuff. Like, say, if you were going to run, even Deadlands, if you're not going to, you know, if you, if you were going to run a straight Western, but like I said, even Deadlands, you got tons of Westerns to watch. You can, you know, and books like Louis and the Moor, all those other books, all those Western books, radio shows, TV shows especially. So you can look at those and use those with an eye. And you just got to have that kind of mindset of going, okay, I like that character there. Okay, I like this plot over this plot point over here maybe i can work that into my game like i said you got to do a little more heavy lifting than in a fantasy game for instance in my copy of gangbusters bx basic game there's not really any random encounters it gives you an example of random an example random encounters table and says go make your own thanks mark but I would rather see encounter tables like D&D because it's easier. Because it would be easier on me. But I know that's not going to happen. So I do have to sit down and think about where the characters are, where they're playing, and where I can put random encounters. Same with westerns. You know, you got the town, you got the prairie, you got the saloon, you got the, all these other places you got to think about. Random encounters, you got to, you know, like I said, you got to do the heavy lifting yourself. Uh, it's unfortunate, but that's the way it is. So just always look with an eye towards an adventure if you're dealing with any of these other those other genres. I mean, there's fantasy, there's fantasy stuff out there too that you can pull. I mean, once again, they have an embarrassment of riches in that way. But the other genres, you just got to know where to look and keep your eyes open and just be aware of it. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, all right, that's it for today. I got to go start my day. So if you got any comments on this, oldmangrognardgmail.com, or you can get a hold of me, uh, drop an email, drop a voicemail on Anchor. We're monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help me su- help support this program, and I would thank you. Thanks again to Jonathan Dorsey, Wendell Jessen, Oliver Shriek, Gilbert Soares, Juan Carlos Llewellyn, Daniel Reynolds, Dan Gregg, Benjamin Broder, and John Allen Large. You guys are great. Don't forget Dan Gregg's The Jung, Y-U-N-G, Grognard Podcast. Give it a listen. And there's two on anchor, Mark C. Wallrings and Yawning Albert, and Big, Big John Allen Large's The Red Dice Diaries. They're great shows. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.
questions, comments, send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. <laughs> <laughs>